Are you ready, y'all? I hope so. Because Yuri on Ice is in the house, baby! Woo-woo! And let's just pretend I put my little Victor statue here with us as a good omen thing. But I'm too lazy to get it from the bookshelf, so we're just gonna pretend. Thank you, cars, for ruining my introduction. I was saying I'm too lazy to get it from the bookshelf and put it here with me. So let's just pretend he's here with us. He's just gonna watch from afar, as per usual. As all the good-looking guys do all the time, they just watch from afar and then even come near. Having said that, how do you all, my little perverts? How do you do? And welcome, welcome, welcome to the very first special episode or episode special of DMB. And I can see you all looking at me, or at least or to the idea you have about me, like, why is Urionite really worth a special episode? Well, it absolutely is. Not only because we've been waiting for a sequel for what feels like a thousand years, at least to me, but also because if we're still obsessed with it to this day, it's probably worth talking about. Now, before I say fucking one more time and get a permanent ban from every platform on this planet, disclaimer, this content is intended for mature audiences only. It can contain strong language, sexual reference and the mention of violence. Listener discretion is, of course, advised. And this one is the moment where I usually do my abso-fucking-tastic jingle. But, you know, it's a special episode maybe I shouldn't do. You know what? Let's do it anyway. I mean, what have I got to lose at this point? Nothing. My dignity is gone already. So, drumroll. DMB, season one, special episode. From Yuri on Ice to Blades of Furry, aka We Were Born to Make History. I know, I know. Don't look at me like that. Shut up. <clears throat> Three, two, one. And this is the moment where the jingle should be. Jingle, jingle, jingle. And we have it once more, but with a twist. Special episode. It doesn't feel real. And I still sound like Scuttle from The Little Mermaid. So let's stop here before I get a warranty arrest. In three, two, one. And the dignity is officially lost once more. Let's start. So, why did I decide to go for these two titles? Now, for what concerns Yuri and Ice, I can easily say it's one of my all-time favorites, hands down. And I've been waiting to talk about it probably since I was planning the first episode, so, I mean, it's not that long ago, but it feels like a long, long time ago. As for Blades of Furry, it's been a recent discovery that I am enjoying very much, and because it's about ice skating as well, but with a little enjoyable twist, I have to say, well, I thought it was the appropriate choice, and, yeah, I thought, you know what? Let's do ice skating. Ice skating all the way. And the ambulance is here to delight us once more. Go big or go home. Or in this case, go to the hospital. Hopefully not, because that's a very, very bad thing to happen. Anyway, let's get in a bit deeper before my brain starts doing the salad jumble as per usual. So, Yuri on ice. The main reason why I started studying Russian. And the starting point of my obsession for Kazakhstan. Don't judge me, guys. Don't judge me. We all have our dirty little secrets in the closet. And mm, this one is one of mine. I, I have a few. Let's just say this one is not the most embarrassing one. Now, Yuri and I depicts the wondrous story of Yuri Katsuki, a 25-year-old failed skater who decided to retire from his athletic career forever. 
Consequently to his decision, he goes back home in Japan from Canada where he was... Where he was... How do you say it in English? Where he was training. Yes, that's the word. Well, and his plan seems to, to succeed fairly good, fairly well, up until when a video of him performing a famous skating choreography by Victor Nikfreth is seen by none other than that very same Victor. Yeah, the infamous Victor Nikiforov, who decides to take a halt on his career and go to Japan to become Yuri's coach. Yeah, I mean, somebody would say bad decision, I would say, yeah, good for you, Victor. If you're happy with it, go for it. But yeah, not everybody will take this decision wholeheartedly, as I was saying, and it will be only the beginning of a 21st century Cold War between Russia and Japan, but also a great story of friendship, love, and how we can all meet each other halfway by taking strength from our differences. I should get my tissues, you guys. Now, I would like to take a moment, just a few seconds, to thank the anime gods for giving us a character such as Victor. He is petty as fuck, let's, let's just put it out there, but his ass is absolute perfection. I could stare at it for hours. In the skin tight jeans. Oh my god. A vision, guys. A vision. <clears throat> well, as you could see from the plot, on the outside, your nice looks exactly like any other sport theme or Spokon, as they are called, anime we can find. We've been there since the times of Atakayu, and it was like the 80s, so I mean, it's been a long time. I think it's safe to say that we all know the structure and how the story works. So, the real question is. What makes Euronize so special that he's actually deserving a special episode? Simply, but not so simply enough, for me it's the subtle, yet not so subtle, theme of interracial relationships, particularly interracial homosexual relationships in the sports world. A little bit of a note here, I don't really condone the term interracial because, as we all know, we, we're all one big race and we are just divided by ethnicities but alas i couldn't find a better term to explain that so let's just stick with interracial but i don't really like the term if on top of that we add the fact that one of the athletes in the couple in question is russian and we all know or at least we should know how badly the lgbt plus community is treated and frowned upon in russia well i think this is enough to make it a work worth talking about, at least for a few minutes. At least that's my opinion. And at this point, I know what some of you are about to say. What relationship are you talking about? They clearly are only BFS and a coach and an athlete. Well, honey, I don't know about you, but I surely don't French kiss my best friend. Well, maybe it has happened sometimes, but I am a horny bitch. I can't help it. And Definitely, I don't exchange rings with my BFFs. Mm -hmm. That doesn't even scream relationship, people. We are talking about engagement here. Yeah, when you exchange ring, that's called engagement. At my house, I don't know in yours, but yeah, that's engagement. You do you. You can do you. The word is beautiful because it's varied, as we say back home. To each, their own interpretation. If you think they're just friends, let's keep it at that. I'm not going to judge you. So yeah, a love story that breaks stereotypes like this one is always worth celebrating, especially if it can move even the smallest change in the eyes of whoever is witnessing it. Before we get to the first side of the blades at this moment, let's take 
one more time to appreciate the insane amount of juicy bottoms. You know what I mean. That yaoi, the yaoi, why am I saying yaoi? Of course the yaoi universe has to offer juicy bottoms everywhere. But I want to say the Yurionized universe has to offer. Um, let's raise a glass, for instance, for Christoph Giacometti, Bum Gold since 2015. And a little side note for our lovely Victor, because that scene at the, um, at the hot spring, it's like, it's in my mind, it's gonna stay in my mind forever, as long as I live. It's got to be there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, let's take a break, shall we? So, ladies, gentlemen and everybody else, let's dry our drips or saliva, or at least mine, and get to more pure thoughts with Blades of Fury by Deja Monitz and Emily Erdos. As I was saying a few moments ago, it was only natural for me to pick this one as a second title and not only we have yet again a sport team work but also we have exactly the same sport <sighs> today is not my day we've got cars we've got ambulance we've got motorcycles we've got like the whole lot that's what it means to live in london you guys that's what it means and it's like that at night as well so i am surprised i can i still can sleep yeah so as i was saying so another sport team work where we have exactly the same sport. Except that in, in this work, it's called Skate Battles, which is a mixture of figure skating and martial arts, and our lovely characters are animals. Of course, they are animals, otherwise it wouldn't be called Blades of Fury, it would be called Blades of something else. But, yeah, they are animals, and they are so cute, I could die. Honestly, when I read the first chapter, I was screaming for that cuteness. And my eyes were also beaming with a big glimpse of madness, but to be fair, that happens almost on a daily basis, so I'm not surprised anymore, to be honest. And yeah, interracial love is here to stay one more, as our two protagonists are a deer and a bat. So yeah, basically Blades of Fury is the story of Emil and Radu and how they will shift from rivalry to love, with a little bit of crisis and blood sucking in between, and a lot of skating, tight outfits and lovey-dovey flirting. I do hope I picked your curiosity, even just for a little bit. I know it's a fairly new webtoon, it's only got 21 chapters, but I think it does deserve every praise possible. And also, it's like uh, an indie kind of webtoon, so I would say give it a chance, because the authors are pretty good, you guys. They're pretty, pretty good. So, personally speaking, I am completely smitten for all the characters, but Radu in particular, uh, I mean, he's got my heart, but you know me, I've always been a sucker for good-looking vampires, so that was only natural. And on top of that, he's also a huge sweetheart, so yeah, I can never say no to a big, sweet guy. Yep, <laughs> they're my favorite, possibly. Now, aside from me crushing for every single male character I encounter on every webtoon, in conclusion, before you all fall asleep, because I know this episode is not I'm not at the top of my form, but you have to bear with me, you guys. So, were we born to make history? Well, of course we were. Uh, probably not for our athletic skills, um, but most certainly for the courage in choosing who to love. Which is terribly annoying to an extent, because if in 2021 we call loving whoever we want an act of courage, then clearly um, something is not right. Yeah, something in the direction we're going is not right. Nonetheless, art always helped us moving forward throughout the centuries, so if this helps even a tiny bit, then I hope we will depict this kind of love stories more and more, 
until they're not called an act of courage anymore, but simply by their name, as it should be. Love, or love stories, if you will. And with this cheesy line, I do mark the ending of this very, very short, yet very, very dear to my heart special episode of DNB. I wish I could have said more, but my brain is shattered into pieces this week, as you could hear. The jumble, the tongue twisting, the energy, <laughs> everything is so low, I am embarrassed. But I always deliver. Do I deliver? Every time. And I try to be constant on the schedule, because otherwise, if I stop, I will stop forever. So bear with me, I do promise. Hopefully, this will be the last time I am on such a low energy. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed your time with me, even if it was short and a bit like that. Always remember that I do love you, no matter what. Please try figure skating responsibly, most of all. Love whoever the fuck you want, and I shall see you next Wednesday.